friends, and welcome to The Co-op Show. I'm one of your hosts, Brits. And I'm Jason. And today we're talking about our time catching, training, evolving, and battling wild creatures. And no, we're not talking about Pokemon. We're talking about Tim Tim. <laughs> say it again for us. Tim Tim. <laughs> I just like saying it. I know, it's fun to say. It's a funny, silly word. Uh, I want to say I am proud of us for pulling ourselves away to actually record a show about Temtem because I feel like it's kind of taken over our lives over the past, what, week? Week and a half? Yeah, I mean, we started playing it, yeah, about a week and a half ago, something like that, and it's been hours a day every day that we've been playing it since yeah. then. It, it, it sucked us in, and we're still in the vortex of it. So The vortex. You fancy, like fancy, fancy. I really right. did. I did like that. I did like that a lot. So let's talk a little bit about Tim Tim. So this game was actually kickstarted in 2018. No way. Yeah. And they raised $573,000. Holy crap. I know. Nicely a little small done. team uh, named Crema. But anywho, it released in early access on PlayStation 5 December 8th, 2020. So very recent. But it has been on Steam since January of 2020. Still in early access. And they're expecting that final release will be Q2 or Q3 2021. Oh. Yeah. Worth noting that the early access they're saying is about sixty-five percent of the game. Okay, so that's a pretty good, pretty good chunk of early access. Cool. I did receive a review copy, so I want to disclose that Jason did not. So he spent his <laughs> hard-earned money. <laughs> I did. What's yes. it like? Yeah, you know, I'll get there. I'll climb that ladder and get there someday. <laughs> it's always been a fun joke between he and I, because obviously I've been in the video game industry for, you know, quite quite a long time, and you know, Jason's not quite in the industry. He's just kind of like a. How would you say it? Like a riding your coattails? Sure, your words <laughs> do not mine. So it's always fun when uh, when I get to flash the shiny codes in front of him. But anyway, so thank you to um, Krama Studios for the code. This is a MMORPG slash creature collection genre. I like that. I kind of added that in myself. I feel like that's not an official genre yet, but I feel like eventually it will be. Well, and we were kind of talking about this, about how there really hasn't been another game like Pokemon, at least not oh, that I know you of. You said the P word. Am I not allowed to? No, you are. Is it like a swear jar? No, it's, it's going to become a drinking game, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, this this game, we'll, we'll get yep. to it. I, yeah. I, I won't even go down that yeah. road, but what what was I saying? And I got knocked off. By I don't know. I'm sorry. I threw you off, but uh, we'll, we'll get to the P right. word here in a bit. Um, it's rated E for everyone for alcohol reference, fantasy violence, and mild language. So, I mean, I guess like the worst thing we've noticed is like people swear. So, yeah. like, Hey, if that's, I was talking about genre, that's, that's when you oh. knocked me off my horse. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? You stay off that horse. Cause I'm almost done with this recap and then okay. you can get back on that horse. Right. Like I said before, it's developed by Krama games published by Nintendo here. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's published by humble. That was my uh, notes from Age of Calamity that I forgot to. <laughs> I forgot to update, but it is published by Humble Bundle. And it's for right now available on Steam and PS5, like I said. Um, it does support crossplay. So that's when you're playing on PS5, you will see other characters running around with little Steam icons. So, you know, well, actually, the Steam icon is just a little controller. But that's how you know that someone's playing on Steam. It is not coming to PS4 and Xbox One, like previously announced. This was a recent development, but it is coming to Xbox Series X and Switch. When? Who could say? We don't know, but it will be coming to those platforms. It does support two-player online co-op only, and it's a mix of PvE, PvP, and $39.99 will get you the standard edition, or $59.99 will get you the deluxe edition, which essentially just nags you a few cosmetics. Yeah, I looked into it. I, I ended up rolling with the standard edition because for for the extra 20 bucks for the deluxe, I think you literally just get 
four pieces of clothing from what yeah. I looked at, and they're all part of one set. So you're paying twenty bucks for like one clothing getup. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, was like, I no. think it's more to support the devs, but oh, I agree. It? Like, there's right. not a lot, lot, not a lot of bang for your buck for twenty bucks there. Right. But if you're into that. Go on with your bad self. All right. And last we heard about these, this game's sales was February 2020, obviously, when it was only on Steam. But it's after its debut, it sold 500,000 copies. Oh, good for so it. So it was doing really good about a year ago, and I can only expect that that number has gone way up since then. Yeah, I mean, now that they've launched on PlayStation, and are they on Series X? No, not yet. Not yet, okay. They will be, okay. but not yet. See, Got if you it. only paid attention to MERS. Well, you know. To my lovely little recap here. <laughs> Instead of thinking about that horse I knocked you off of. <laughs> Still thinking about that damn <laughs> I know. Horse. I know. I didn't let you mount that horse. I'll nope. let you mount it again nope. in a second. All right. So let's talk about this plot overview. And uh, if you're familiar with the little franchise called Pokemon, this will sound <laughs> very, very familiar to you. All right. Every kid dreams about becoming a Temtem trainer. Tramer, tamer, exploring the six islands of the airborne archipelago. How do you say that word? I think it's archipelago. Archipelago. Spoilers. I'm not going to be able to pronounce half of the words in here, but that's <laughs> fine. Discovering new species and making good friends along the way. Now it's your turn to embark on an epic adventure and make those dreams come true. Catch new Temtem on Omnesia's floating islands, battle other tamers on the sandy beaches of Denise, or trade with your friends in Tukma's ash-covered fields, defeat the ever-annoying clan Belsoto, and end, to, oh, yeah, and end its plot to rule over the archipelago, be all eight dojo leaders, and become the ultimate Temtem tamer. I did it again. <laughs> I, I mean... That was a mouthful. I don't know. I, real talk, like a lot of these names of these islands and places... In Temtem, I struggle with. I'm on the struggle bus. Yeah, I mean, I, I've noticed that too. And even name of names of the Temtems themselves often just seem to be like, they, they often don't make sense. Or like, you know how in Pokemon, how you'll, yeah, don't you give okay, me that look. Okay, so okay. Here's the disclaimer I'm going to make about this before we start t dropping all the P words. Sorry to knock you <laughs> off your horse again for the third time. So it's going to be kind of weird for us to talk about this game because it's going to feel like to us we're essentially just describing Pokemon because obviously uh, Temtem is a, a play. Clone. It's a clone. Okay, yes. <laughs> It's a clone. <laughs> a clone of Pokemon, but just like bear with us. And a fun drinking game, like I said, every time we say Pokemon, on purpose or accidentally, take a shot. Because I can't tell you how many times we've been playing a game. I'm like, oh, I don't have this Pokemon, or I don't look at that Pokemon, that's so cool, or you can heal your Pokemon over here. And we're like, no, these are Temtems, or Tems. <laughs> Tems, or Temtems. We're still trying to, like, get interesting with the, with the we're start, still trying to get good with the lingo. Yeah. And it's interesting that we're playing this right now, because we just wrapped up the Crown Tundra DLC in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yep. So we yep. uh, clearly didn't have enough of the creature collecting. We need to do an episode on that, by the way. Yeah, we do because of the co-op elements. But anyway, yeah. we digress. So, right. Demers. Yes. You and I have played for about 20 hours. And so far, we visited three of the four islands in Temtem's early access. We fought three, I believe, dojo masters. Mm -hmm. And there are 100 unique Temtem in this early access, I believe, even though the Tempedia, which is the Pokedex, goes up to 150. Okay. Um, I don't know how many Temtem. <laughs> so funny saying that. You would say we've caught at this point. Uh, how many have we caught? Yeah. My guess would be about 30 to 40. 30 to 40, yeah. And obviously some of them evolve. Um, so That includes evolutions is what I'm talking about. Yeah. So before we kind of like dive into like the real gameplay of everything, 
let's just set some basic lingo because we want to yeah. be cool and hip and talk like the locals do in the Temtem universe. <laughs> so let's draw some parallels. Pokemon. <laughs> It'd be easier to draw. <laughs> Pokemon are called Temtem. Yep. Pokeballs are called. Uh, Tem cards. And you can get Tem cards plus. Yeah, like which is strong. basically like a great ball. The Pokedex is called the Tempedia. Gym leaders are called Dojo, Dojo. Masters. Gyms are called dojos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Team Rocket is Clan Belsoto. Mm -hmm. And then there's a lot of items that are like repel, but it's called scent. Yeah, or, um, you know, like a, uh, in Pokemon, you would call it a trainer. Well, it's called a tamer in Temtem. True. I mean, honestly, that that uh, overview or, or sort of synopsis of the story that you read, you could literally copy paste that. And just replace every instance of the word like tamer with trainer, dojo with gym, you know, right. and, and like clan Belsoto with team rocket. And, and you would have the exact same overview of Pokemon. Like <laughs> this really is pretty much a, a clone. Now, I don't I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. Clearly, we're hooked on this damn game. Mm -hmm. we're, we're loving it. So it's not bad. But it yeah, I mean, it, it is interesting, though, because I feel like. Digimon kind of try to do the same and maybe they did like full disclosure I don't know shit about Digimon. I never played Digimon. I was me neither. I was anti-Digimon back in the day because yeah. back in the day it was like Backstreet Boys were in sync. You're yeah. either for Pokemon or you're for Digimon. You did did Digimon die out? What, uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think there's still some like shows and movies coming still down and games and stuff coming down the line. All right. uh, so it's still very much like a thing. Uh, but it is interesting that we haven't seen a lot more copies paste on Pokemon before. And yeah. I feel like Temtem is the first, besides like, again, I guess if you want to count Digimon, but in my recent memory that uh, Temtem is the first one that really kind of gives Pokemon, I don't want to say a run for its money because I don't think it's that popular yet or popular enough, mm -hmm. but I think it's one of the first franchises that can really pressure Pokemon to change some things yeah. if especially when this game comes out on Switch especially when it comes out on Xbox especially yeah. when they go into their full marketing push when uh, this thing is ready for full full access as a major retail release is what I'm trying to say here mm -hmm. so um, for a brief overview Jimmers would you like to tell people what you do in Temtem the game <laughs> well you you catch you, <laughs> you catch Temtem okay uh, you know, if, if, by walking through, uh, you'd never guess it, but tall grass, um, <laughs> as well as caves, uh, and um, you use those Temtem to battle other Temtem tamers, <laughs> and then battle dojo leaders, and you sort of progress your way through a, a, a fun little narrative through various different cities and regions and um, f terrain with fun little music and and so on and characters mm -hmm. yeah they these temtem evolve they evolve yes they evolve they get stronger they learn new moves they have stats like attack hp they have uh, um elements special attack they have elements they have strengths and weaknesses yeah, to, so, to those elements i mean yeah so you get the point but there are some differences that instead of like rehashing what pokemon is because i think by now most people know what pokemon yeah, is yeah I think we should talk about some of the differences yeah. in this game that I think you and I are quite fond of, actually, and yeah. we really appreciate. And and by the way, you had mentioned something earlier where you said this is going to push Pokemon to change, and I, I agree, and I think this is a really good thing because Pokemon has had no pressure, at least that I know of, <gasps> to really change. Well, I'd love to see something like Temtem come up here and push them to, ev to evolve, I'm air quoting, a little faster. 
Oh, I see what you did there. So you like evolve? That? Yeah. No, I, I mean I'm with you too. I just. It's like I said, like I think this is the first franchise that has the potential to get run. But man, Pokemon's so fucking big. When you look yeah. at the movies and the shows and the merchandise and the nostalgia, here's the thing. I we've talked about this before. I feel like Pokemon doesn't have to change and evolve and get better because of how much they f- how successful it is. Because people need like to, right? you and me who are like, we don't care what you put out there. We'll be there day <laughs> one at midnight lined up. But anyway, this isn't the Pokemon show. So let's go back to some of the major differences in Temtem that we really appreciate. And I'll just run through my list here. And then if you have any ones you'd like to interject, just Mm -hmm. let me know. All right. First one I have is that all battles feature two two Temtem. (laughs) (laughs) So what I mean by that is um, regardless if you're playing co-op or not, when you are running around in the wild, when a battle begins, you are going to throw out two Temtem. It's kind of like, and I don't rem- remember Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, but I remember you could play co-op in that and you would have two yeah. Temtem either. But obviously Sword and Shield is very standard that you just have your one. So anyway, like you start a battle up and regardless of how many opponents you have, and to be fit, frank, you can only have two v two at a time max. Mm-hmm. But you're always going to throw out two, even if you're just going against one. Yeah, so your opponent might throw out one or two, but you're going to throw out two. Exactly, yeah. And so that's why I think this game is really great for co-op. Yeah, because one of one of us controls one uh, Temtem and the other controls the other. Exactly, and you can have six Temtem. I can't, just, I can't say that with a straight <laughs> face. Six Temtem in your roster at a time, but when you are playing co-op, you can only have three in like your active Bench. It's like the top three that are in your lineup are the three yeah. you bring with you into the battle. Right. So each of us brings our top three. Which makes sense because yeah. in that way you don't have a, a array of 12 Temtem right. to fight. It's like it's like Pokemon in that they want each uh, each team to have six total maximum. Right. So you bring three, I bring three, and that's six. And it's, it's a fun way to collaborate too because mm-hmm. we always try to make sure we have at least a nice balance. Right. I usually rock with my... Uh, my, my, I call it my squid. It's it's a water. <laughs> I, I still don't have any of the names memorized, but I usually have like my water dude in Calibus. there. Is that it? Oh, that is it. Thank you. God, you're so good. Yeah. I usually have my water dude in there, my grass dude, and like my fire dude. And mm-hmm. Jason always has his, is it psychic? In Lately, his? I've been rolling with a psychic guy. Is it called psychic? Uh, it's called mental. Mental. There we go. Yeah. Okay. And then I've got a fire dude who is kind of like Growlithe, who just evolved into something that's maybe a little bit similar to an Arcanine from Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, shot Pokemon. We said Pokemon. Yeah, and then I've got, um, and then I've got this like dragon thing that kind of looks like a Lapras from Pokemon, but it's oh, a Nessa. Yeah, it's called yeah Nestla. Nestla, and yeah. it it's uh it's a water electric type, so it's got water and electric. Yeah, type. and so it's fun before we go into battles to make sure that we have all of our bases covered because yeah. we'll talk about this in a second. But this is not an easy game. No, actually, <laughs> it's not an easy. Which game. Which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. Um, before we get to that though, the battles are much more fast paced, and I feel like everything moves at a much quicker pace in Temtem. Uh, yeah, Pokemon. It, yeah, it, it is a lot faster, and I think that's really just it, it's it's just get up and go, and I like it. It's satisfying. Me too. Yeah. Whereas I feel like in God, here we go with all the Pokemon references, but you it's know, fair though. I mean, it they, is fair. You can't help it because it's not like this is a a defined genre in the sense that it's not like there's been right. fifty devs and pubs who have done this before. So right. it's like, well, you're comparing this the has two. only been done in Pokemon. Uh, yeah, so. and I'm sure in some other games that we haven't played or well, maybe Digimon, Digimon, Digimon we fans have... across the globe are raging right now. Oh, I know they're raging hard. <laughs> no, Sorry, but, um, <laughs> you know, whereas in Pokemon, like the fight begins and then like the 
enemy Pokemon has like a little animation it does and then it kind of like spins the camera a little bit and then, then there you are and if you're like me and your Charizard is overly attached to you it says it <laughs> thinks about the first time it met me it wants to go camping it right wants now. to go camping it's a little worried it might not be able to fight well today <laughs> yeah stuff like that um but in Tab Tab it's like wham bam thank you man like they get you right into the battle and yep. it's good because this game like you said it's more difficult which requires more grinding yep. which means you don't really have the time to be fucking around and worrying about what your Pokemon think of you that very day. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Just other, fight, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Kill some shit. The other major change in the battle system is there's no pee-pee. <laughs> Oh, Good job. There are, there's a stamina bar instead. I think PP is, is I think it's power points. Is, am I wrong? I think that's right. It's kind of like, if you think of an RPG of HP and MP. MP is like yeah. your special magic points that you use for special skill casting. Yeah. Or spell casting, rather. And in uh, Hem-Hem, I almost called it Hem-Hem. <laughs> uh, in Hem-Tem, you have a stamina bar. And essentially, you know, at the end of every fight, it replenishes. So you never have to worry about refilling it. But you, you have to worry and you have to manage that you don't run out of stamina during a fight. So let's say your stamina bar is a max of 10 points. And let's say you have, and it's much higher than that, but just keep it easy. Math is not my strong suit. But let's say you have an attack that costs five stamina and you have one that costs like six stamina. If you want to use both of those back to back, you can, but you're going to overexert your Temtem, which is going to cause damage to itself. And then you'll have to skip the next turn. Yeah, you actually don't have to skip it, I think, or maybe do you, maybe, if, maybe you if do. it overexerts itself. Okay, then yeah. you do. But yeah, yeah, it, that's that's a, and I really like this mechanic. So and yeah, instead of PP, it's stamina, and what that kind of does is it forces you to have to cycle in and out um, Temtem in the battle. You can't just have one that just you know OP like lords over everyone. You have to bring it out and put someone else in from your team because it's going to get tired and it's not—it's not going to be able to battle w without actually hurting itself. Mm -hmm. um, and so, it really forces you to have more than just one super OP god tier Pokemon on your team. Sorry, Temtem on your team. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Take a shot. Yeah, um, and I, I like that mechanic. It, it it adds a little bit of element of strategy to it, and it's it's a, it, it makes it less mindless. Overall. Yeah, and I mean, it's worth noting, too, that you can give your Temtem items in battle to yeah. replenish, the stamina, replenish the stamina bar. You can have them wait, which replenishes, like, a handful of points. Yeah, so it skips its turn in exchange for gaining, like, seven. But it's not, yeah, like, it only fully refills, I mean, in an efficient manner after yeah. a fight is over. But it also opens up new battle possibilities. So, for example, one of my Temtem has a move that does damage, and it also causes my opponent... To, to spend twice the amount of stamina points on its next turn. Mm. So that can cause my opponent, if they wanted to use like a really big badass move, they that might cause them now to become overexerted and hurt themselves and have to sit out the turn after that. Exactly. So there's new battle mechanics because So whereas in like Pokemon, where an enemy would run out of PP points or not PP points. What is it? Yeah, it's PP. Is what yeah, it's PP, right? So it would run out of that move essentially and then it would just struggle and like ultimately kill itself, right? Right. Uh, yeah. This one, um, the enemies also have a stamina bar and they also can run out of stamina. And so sometimes they also have to take breaks or they will damage themselves. Yep. So it's it's kind of nice that way. The um, other interesting thing that I never really cared about in Pokemon, but I find myself caring about in Temtem <laughs> is the statistics. Ah, so you have attack. a better grasp on this than I do. Yeah. Um, so just like in Pokemon, you've got, you know, HP, attacks, so you, special sorry, attack. Sorry, let me back up. So you catch a wild Temtem. Uh-huh. 
And at the end, after you catch it with your Tim card, maybe your Tim card plus, yeah. you get a list of all of these stats. And it, like you said, it's like your attack, your defense, your special attack, your special defense, your HP, your stamina, et cetera. But yeah, so once you once you capture the Temtem, it shows you the list of that particular Temtem's stats. And then you can look at it and say like, wow, this thing sucks balls. Or you, you, you can say, wow, this thing is really good. And then you can choose to release it if you don't like it, or you can keep it if, uh, if you do like it. And the stats are always very different. And I, and again, like I don't have the full grasp on like what Pokemon does exactly. Cause I never really cared cause I never really needed to care because in Pokemon, it's so easy just to have like your God tier Charizard or in your case, a Gengar and just kind of like own everyone. Steamroll everybody. Yeah, steamroll everything. And you can yeah. get away with that. Uh, in this game, you really can't though. So you, when you do pick your Temtem, you want to make sure you're picking one with good stats. Yep. So there have been several occasions where you and I will farm a certain Temtem because we want one with good stats, which is yeah. something we never did in Pokemon. No, and it's really exciting when you do find one with really good stats because you're like, oh yeah, this is my keeper. I got I got one. Yeah, I got you jealous a few times. Of oh, mine. you did where you, you had like some, some with like maxed out Zephyroth. stats. It was something yeah. Sephiroth, which I actually found was a kickstarted um, Temtem. I oh, think. was it really? I think someone came up with that. And no, because it sounds very much like Sephiroth. Anywho, yeah. he has the stats of a glass cannon, and that's very much Jason's style. Yeah, I like he that. He was jealous, and he wanted him. I was like, nah. But it's it's fun to grind these these Temtem, and then when you catch it, it's it's like pulling a, I don't know, it's like opening a pack and seeing, do, am I going to get a good one? Am I going to get a good one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Or, oh, dang, I exactly. did. It, and it gives you that sort of adrenaline rush that is, it's just fun that, yeah. Yeah. And, and like you said, it matters because the game is difficult. And so you really do need Temtem with good stats. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the difficulty, um, this is something we've kind of touched a little bit on in our conversation on this episode but yeah, it's so different from Pokemon because like we just said, you can't have like your one god tier Pokemon and just expect to like kick ass everywhere. Because my style in Pokemon games has always been, I want a balanced team. I want to spend the time grinding. I want everyone to like be strong. And Jason's strategy has always been like, I just need like one or two god tier Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. And I will like go through the trainers. I'll defeat the Elite Four. Like I'll go on with my bad self. With my one or two. With your one yeah. or two. But uh we found that our strategies actually complement each other pretty well, but I don't think one strategy over the other one would be successful by itself. It would, but I mean, because you have to, you know, most people have to have one or the other, but there has to be a balance there. Well, there, there does, because there's often situations where we've seen where there'll be a Temtem that's like half our level, you know, but they're still doing really significant good damage to our, our Temtem. Right. It's like the balancing is way tighter. So in, in Pokemon, you have 15 level difference, you know, there's no doubt who's going to win and, you, and they're not going to be able to do any damage to you. But in Temtem, no, I mean, if they hit you with a super effective attack, even if they're way lower level than you, it's going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. I think that's what's really different here is that you have to pay attention to yeah. the elements here because they really do matter and they're super significant. Yeah. And I think, you know, like in Pokemon, you have your super effective um, moves. That, yeah. Your super effective moves will either do 2x or 4x, depending if you nail, I think, the two elemental weaknesses because Temtem yeah. can have sometimes up to two. They can be dual type. Yeah. If you hit, yeah, the weakness of both of their types, it's a 4x uh, damage. Or they can be not very effective, aka half or a quarter Or damage. even a quarter, yeah. Yeah, so you have to be really careful and I think that's why this game is so much more difficult than we were expecting. It is a little bit of a grind um, in it the is, sense that yeah. you 
will need to spend time running around in grass, getting beefy. And I mean, I personally don't mind that because I think it's kind of cathartic. We actually had a little bit of a conversation about this and I asked you what you thought, what you felt about the grind. Um, and it was interesting because of what we, the, I think the conclusion we kind of came to was that the grind doesn't feel too grindy because it's satisfying because you need to do it because of the difficulty of the game. Right. Right. Exactly. Like you're grinding for <laughs> grinding for a purpose. And that's yeah. something I've always loved ever since I was a little girl and I used to play, you know, JRPGs on my Super Nintendo. Like it's, it's a fun thing to do because you feel like you're working towards something and accomplishing something. And then yeah. when you are that God tier, which I mean, we have not experienced that yet, right. except for when we went back to the newbie area, but uh, yeah. uh, it does feel really good. And we haven't lost a battle yet, but it's been close. It has, it's but you been know, very close. we've even had some tough fights against just wild Temtem. I'm not even talking about trainers. I mean, no. the, we've, where they've knocked us out and we've been scrambling to get back to the Temporium, which is like a Pokemon center. You know, it, it, like this game is, it's kind of ruthless, but it, it makes it fun and, and satisfying every battle you win. Especially when you're playing with someone else. Yeah. Because it's, uh, yeah. it's just a fun, mindless, like, it's not even really mindless. I can't even say it's mindless. It's just a fun. It's lighthearted. Lighthearted thing to do with someone else. It's a, it's like a sprightly, like RPG that you can go on together and have a little adventure that's not dark and gloomy. It's, yeah. It's colorful and it's it's positive and it feels good to play it. Yeah, it's fun. It's kind of what we need right now. Yeah. Um, and the other interesting point, and I tease you a little bit about this earlier, is how the Temtem evolve. Because ah. the Temtem do evolve in this game. I mean, obviously, some don't have an evolution. Um, some have three evolutions. Like, we don't, we're still figuring out the, the Tem, what's it called? The Tem... Tempedium? Uh, the Tempedia, uh, Tempedia? I, I think, think Tempedia, which yeah. is essentially the Pokedex. The Pokedex yeah, yeah, Tempedia. There we go. Uh, so it turns out, Jason Demers, that your Temtem will evolve only after hitting a specific amount of levels after joining your party. Oh. So whereas in Pokemon, like, I don't know the actual number, so excuse me, but like, you know, Char Char Charmander evolves into Charmeleon at level whatever. Yeah. No matter what level you catch a Charmander at, like, you know, no matter what, he's evolving at that level to Charmeleon. Uh -huh. um, that's not the case in this game. In this game, you they have to hit that amount of levels, and it's only it only starts counting after they come to your party. Interesting. So it's actually strategic to catch a lower level Temtem if you want it to evolve sooner. Yeah, because we've been wondering so. like how the hell are these? Because we'll find Temtem that are the evolved version of the thing that you and I have been trying to evolve, but uh. they're such a lower level. And yeah. it's because we didn't catch that Temtem till later in the game and blah, blah, blah. Well, that makes total sense now. Yeah, so it, Paharo, for example, evolves into Parahawk only when it hits nine levels. After, you, after catch it. you catch it. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting because again, we're I just kind of like that because it means that you really actually have to like use the shit out of it if you want it to evolve. Right. If you huh. want it to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So those are the major differences I have and I think I oh, kind of covered a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, those are main. Another one that just popped into my head is there's no accuracy in this oh, game. Oh yeah. Your Thank moves, God. Your moves always hit. There's there's yeah. no question about it. They're going to hit. It's just a matter of will they be super effective, normal or not very effective. I love that because I feel like in Pokemon, whenever something has like a 75% accuracy, it yep. misses like 90% of the time. Yeah, it feels like it Or misses, maybe that's just my luck, but. It feels like it misses the moment you really need it not to. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we haven't encountered any moves with accuracy in this game, at least not yet. And we're mm -hmm. like 20 hours in. So if there are moves with accuracy, we just haven't seen them yet. But Yeah. Yep. Um, 
So I, I found what the full list of what Karima Games is kind of teasing that the full version of Temtem will look like. All right. Because this is game. This game is being called an MMO, right? But I feel like right now the only real MMO elements to it are the fact that you see other players wandering around. Yeah, but there's not really interacting with them. I mean, I, I guess you can. You can like you can do emotes to them. You can and do shit. emotes. I think if you coordinate a trade, there's like a in-game, in-world chat you can do. There but, is in-world chat. But again, yeah. I think it's because it's all still early access. So yep. the full list of features, 161 plus Temtem, okay. six unique islands plus one mini island with six end-game activities. And again, you and I have done three. Ranked matchmaking. There's going to be an auction and a trading house. Which is interesting. Interesting. There's going to be clubs where you can take on clans, housing, an arcade bar, a Nuzlocke game mode, three mythical Temtem, in-game tournaments and achievements and blah, blah, blah. So I feel like when you take all that into consideration, um, it feels much more MMO-y, but obviously in early access right now, like it just feels like a fun game where you just see other people running around. Yeah, I agree. We haven't really interacted much with other people. They've, I mean, we've we've had them running around and clearly doing the same sorts of quests that we're doing, and they're kind of like always around us, but we're not really interacting with them. Yeah. Sometimes they'll emote to us, and that's about the I extent. I feel like you're the only one I've ever seen emote, and you do that obnoxious dancing one, which <laughs> causes all the music to change. Um, I do want to actually mention, since we're talking about the online functionality, that it's really easy to party up with someone. Oh, yeah. Um, even if they're not in your instance, as long as I think the two of you are standing in the same area on the map, you can summon that person. I'm not entirely sure because you and I started playing this game at the very at the exact same time. So right. you and I have just been in the same spot. But what we've noticed is that if we're too far away, like I can't summon you to be part of my party. Yeah. But that only happens if I've been out grinding and then you're like, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. And I come find you. But it's really easy to set up. I mean, it's just a simple like add a person as a friend and you just slug that person. You hit co-op and like you're off to the races. Yeah. There's just one like little mini loading screen and that's it. But so far, I mean, it's been for being in early access, it's been really smooth sailing. Yeah, I agree. And I, I feel like the co-op just works really, really well. Even in dialogue, it'll, you know... Both people can see the dialogue that's on the screen. And I can see what choices you're considering because your yep. little cursor is hovering around. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really well done where it, it takes good care of both, uh, you know, co-op partners mm -hmm. and brings you both along on the story together. And the only issue you and I have had is we skate. And by that, oh, it's mean, sort of a funny it's, visual. It's kind glitch. of fun. Yeah. It's uh, essentially instead of like on my screen, instead of Jason's character doing the running animation, he's just kind of gliding around like Jesus <laughs> over water. Yeah, but we laugh about it. <laughs> yeah. It's a funny it is, book. Yeah, again, the, for, like I said, for being in early access, it does not really feel like no, it it's feels in, polished. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's an early access. The only real evidence of it is that you'll see some buildings around the map that if you walk up to, it'll just say, hey, like we're a work in progress right yeah. now, whatever. But, um, oh, you yeah. know, one thing I wanted to also uh, sneak in there. I really like the like the warping function. So, for instance, oh, the smoke um, bomb. Well, well, not just smoke bomb. Oh. I'm talking about if one of us enters like a new area. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It'll warp the other along to that spot, so I can just like chill and like do whatever if you're out grinding, you know, mm -hmm. or, or or we'll be in a field, for instance, where uh, where we're hunting and. You know, maybe you need to go back and heal us up. You can actually warp me back to the Temporium by just walking into it. Yeah. And so it keeps the characters together, and you can actually use that in some useful ways. One way we've used that where it's been really useful is, like you said, when we're in a field, and if we've trekked, like, a good distance away, yeah. and the closest Temporium, 
tempori, what's it called? Temporium. Temporium is a, a hike away, you know, because the problem is when two people run through grass, you have double the chance of aggroing something. So I can run back and God forbid, like I don't have to, I don't aggro anything. I could heal all of us, even though we're not next to each other. And then instead of me running all the way back to meet up with you, you can aggro something and then I'll warp directly to you. Yeah, we can kind of warp each other to yeah. that way. And it, it just, again, it, it it's really nice for like saving time, adding convenience and just getting rid of a lot of the fluff that I think we have all become so used to in Pokemon. Um, it's just, it's nice. It's just like, let's just get on with the gameplay. Let's get on with the hunting and the grinding and the capturing. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and I think it's worth mentioning and I think we touched on this a bit earlier is that there is a, there is a story there. Yeah. And I and I do like the writing the writing a lot in this game. Um I it's mean Pokemon has spunk. good writing too, yeah, but this has more spunk, more character. The characters seem very much like more unique. They'll use you know, they'll say things like OMG and LOL and, They'll say damn yeah. and ass. Yeah, they'll oh. Yeah, and it's like things that you would never see in, in Pokemon yeah. writing. Yeah. Um so I guess like before we wrap this up, a question I'd have for you is what what do you like about Temtem and like what's something you appreciate more about Pokemon? Like if you had to compare the two at like an overview level. I like the, I, I mean, maybe it's nostalgia, but I like the creatures of Pokemon in general better. And maybe it's because yeah. I'm attached to like, I feel like Pokemon creatures have more, um, more personality. They feel a little more alive. Mm -hmm. I feel like Temtem creatures feel a little more just like void of personality. I mean, they're fine. But they they just don't measure up to just the the level of detail, personality, and character that Pokemon creatures have. I think that's a good point. And obviously, we know that Crema Games is a small studio. Yeah. I mean, I checked their about page, and there's like 25 people on there. There could be more that I don't know about. But mm. and then when you think about how long Pokemon's been around, like they've had time to fine tune that stuff. But I agree with you. I think Pokemon are just kind of more fun to look at for the time being. Like I do have my favorite. Temtem, so f like my piggy peck. Yeah. Pig epic is what his name is actually, <laughs> but I call him piggy peck. Uh, and I think, you know, part of that also just might have to do with the fact that Pokemon's had TV shows and they've had movies where they've actually been able to personify these Pokemon. Yeah. And I don't know without that if they would have been personified in such a way. Yeah. But uh, I'm with you. I think they're a little bit more interesting. Um, trying to think for me. Like, yeah, I think I just, going forward, like, I've always said I want Pokemon to grow and innovate. I think, obviously, it's a fantastic franchise, and you and I love it. We, were, we just finished the DLC, like I mentioned. But I think, you know, either Pokemon's going to take its sweet time to become like that, I know everyone doesn't like this, but that Breath of the Wild-esque iteration, you know, that we kind of all want it to be. And I think they're either going to take their sweet time with every, like, new release, or maybe something like this could come along and give them some ideas. I hope so. But it's like they don't really need them because it still sells so well, but maybe. Like, maybe. personally, I think that the stamina bar, instead of having PP for each move, uh, is actually a really good idea. Yeah. And I would love to see Pokemon go in a direction like that. Mm -hmm. Um that's just a personal opinion. No, like, I'm with you. I, yeah, I, I like that. I like the difficulty of it. And yeah. I, t I was talking about Temtem, and some people responded. They're like, I don't know if I want a difficult Pokemon game. I don't know if I want one with a grind. And, you know, like, that's fair. Like, Pokemon's not a hard game. You know, it, it's yeah. easy to easy to play, hard to master, if you want, especially if you want to do the competitive, the competitive stuff. But that's, like, a whole other situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I, I'm, you know, we, we plan on doing another episode after Tim Tim fully comes out of early access. We'll revisit, but for now we're having a really good time. I think it's a great game to play with anyone. I mean, kids, adults, 
teenagers like yeah, it's it's just a fun game if you're looking for something a co-op rpg adventure where um it is lighthearted and sprightly and not dark and gloomy i think it's it's great yep agreed so yeah we both i think would recommend this game check yeah. it out it's a lot of fun support the team i think they've done a really cool thing and props to them for obviously like copying the formula but adding their own little spin on it and giving us something to talk about for almost 40 minutes here wow pretty yeah it's been a time flies when you're having fun i guess so so if you would like to support the co-op show you don't have to throw money our way all you ask is for a small little review on your podcast platform of choice whether that's itunes or whatever the hell else you can rank podcasts on i'm not entirely <laughs> sure what that is but if you could leave us a positive review that would be incredibly helpful it helps us out in the algorithms and then more people find us and all that good stuff. You can get in contact with us at contact at coopshow.com. You can go to coopshow.com to find all of our other episodes. Or you can find me on Twitter at Blonde Nerd. I would say you can find Jason on Twitter, but you're not active. Nah, my Twitter's pretty boring. Yours is pretty fun, though. Yours is all, like, good marketing advice and shit, but... Yeah, that's, that's boring, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all so much for listening to the show, and we will be back soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.